Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Authentic You Radio, and thank you for joining us today on Living Astrology, where we are tapping into the magic of the cosmos for practical guidance and wisdom with your host, Janet Hickox, intuitive astrologer and numerologer. and thank you for joining us today on Living Astrology. I'm your host, Janet Hickox, and today we're going to be talking about all things to do with astrology and the soul. My guest today is Cleo Buffew, and she is going to be talking to us about soul talk technique, something I'm sure you're all going to want to listen to. But first, how about this week we've had, people? I bet everybody last week, after I talked about the asteroid that was coming close to the Earth, uh, wondered if that meteorite that hit in uh, in uh, Russia was the asteroid actually hitting the Earth. I know when I saw it on the on the news that morning, I just about freaked out because I thought, no, they lied to us. The asteroid actually was going to hit us. But then they assured us that no, that wasn't the case. It wasn't even coming in at the same angle. But in the news this week, we not only had that the meteorite and the asteroid fly by, we had the Carnival cruise ship that got stranded out in the middle of the ocean after a fire and people living in squalid conditions for the next five days before they could get in. And even yesterday, a, a natural gas explosion in Kansas City, Missouri, that um, tore out a city block in, in the downtown area. And one person uh, lost their life, but you know, luckily uh, that was the only loss of life. But so this week we're going to talk about what's up in the sky. We're going to take an astronomical and an astrological view of the heavens. But I'm actually going to start with the uh, astrological in this time because we have got some heavy hitters coming through this particular week, and uh, everybody's going to want to be watching out for what's going on. Uh, the very first thing that I want to talk about is a stellium of planets landing in Pisces right now. And a stellium is really just a gathering of planets that show up in the same part of a chart. And typically we call it a stellium if there are three or more planets. Well, we actually have five. We actually have the planet Neptune, the Sun, Chiron, Mars, and Mercury all in Pisces. And they're there for a little bit of time still. Um, and it sets us up for a lot of Piscean energy, which is sort of the energy that is about the imagination. And uh, there's a lot of uh, energy that's unable to be pinned down when we have this many uh, planets uh, running through that area. And funny enough, the natural gas explosion that I spoke about just a bit ago is um, – is also something that Pisces rules or the planet Neptune rules. So 
So here we see what can affect the whole planet uh, if we have a stellium of planets showing up in one sign. And, uh, of course, we have our wonderful planet Mercury going retrograde on the 23rd, so this coming uh, Saturday, at 1.41 in the morning Pacific Standard Time. And it is sitting at 19 degrees Pisces right now and will be moving backwards to 5 degrees Pisces. So it makes it a longer-term stay for, for Mercury in this part of a chart. And if, for those of you who don't understand what a retrograde is, it is really just a planet's apparent motion backwards uh, through the heavens. That is not exactly what's happening, but from our viewpoint here on Earth, that's what it looks like is happening. And Mercury retrograde is famous for creating all kinds of snafus in our communications, in our uh, transportation systems, and even the weather gets in the act and creates issues that can exacerbate transportation problems or communication problems. Definitely not a time to sign contracts as we get into uh, the Mercury retrograde period. And if you already have a trip planned, uh, practice what I call the re-rees, which is reevaluate, recheck, uh, redo anything uh, a couple of times before you are satisfied that it's done properly. Because during a Mercury retrograde, the redos become uh, something, uh, <laughs> generally speaking, that happens to every single one of us. Now, some of you may be born with Mercury retrograde in your natal chart, which happens to me, by the way. And so I actually get sort of a boost in energy during the Mercury retrograde period, albeit the time before and the time after uh, really can cause me problems. So if I talk backwards, uh, I may not notice it, but you will, and that's a function of Mercury retrograde in my chart. So I can laugh at myself about that usually. The other big news astrologically this week is there's a full moon, and the full moon is in at 7 degrees Virgo, and that occurs on the 25th at 12.26 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And here we are, uh, 7 degrees Virgo is the full moon. That puts the sun at 7 degrees of Pisces. So we have a Virgo-Pisces connection now. And so here we get the very grounded energy of the sun being, or of the moon being in uh, Virgo, while the sun is over in the very airy sign, uh, or the very emotional sign of Pisces. And just to make things even more interesting, we have Jupiter at seven degrees Gemini. And so the three uh, of these particular planets are creating what we call a T-square in astrology. And a T-square is a very energetic and tense sort of configuration. Um, often it leads us to, to keep working on a problem until we actually get it solved. So we find T-squares, albeit you know the fact that they're a little bit um, a crazy kind of signature, we find it in a lot of people's charts who have a lot of success. And that's because they don't give up. They keep going. And uh, they're like the little Energizer bunnies, right? They just keep on going. And when their battery wears down, they just get a new EverReady. And uh, um, so that'll be happening uh, all at the same time. Now, those particular three planets together sort of give us an opportunity during this full moon to look at some of those wonderful ideas that have been kicking around in our heads. 
And and Pisces and all of the planets in Pisces have been really helping us with the creative side of things. We may be seeing flashes of some wonderful ideas of things we would like to create or bring into um, existence. But without any earth energy at the opposite end, that's been something that's been difficult for us to do. Well, the full moon is going to come into that, that spot in Virgo and help ground some of these ideas uh, into reality. But because the full moon is about completions, it will also allow us to let go of some of the things that are not realistic or aren't going to work. And then the point of that of that uh, T-square is pointing at Jupiter in Gemini. And it is, generally speaking, uh, a very benefic placement. And so it helps get our ideas out there in perhaps a bigger way. But you've just got that little bit of of information that you got to sort of let go of before you can move fully into um, being able to ground that idea in. Chiron, the wounded healer, is also conjunct the sun at seven degrees Pisces. So this bodes really well for healing in the coming weeks. As Chiron conjunct the sun allows for a lot of alternative healing uh, things to come out to uh, the world. And for those of us who are you know, actively seeking alternative healing methods, uh, but you might find that those methods kick in and work where more uh, of the uh, typical uh, uh, healing methods haven't. So that's kind of exciting as well. I'm going to switch the gears a minute here because we haven't ever talked about Mayan astrology on the show yet, but because we have something interesting coming up, I'm going to do a quick little uh, intro on Mayan astrology. Um, the Mayan astrology is really tied into their calendar, and their calendar is uh, at the Zolkin calendar I'm talking about, which is a 260-day calendar. And the Maya had a really interesting way of dividing their calendars up into different cycles of time and so forth. The one I'm talking about today are called the Burner Days. And every 65 days, um, there, there was a ceremony performed that would sort of help the collective event pressures and frustrations that had been building up during the previous 65 days. And during those burner days, they would light fires and they would dance and they would do a lot of different things together as a society that helped vent it, all of that psychic energy, emotional energy, and so forth, so that their society wasn't burdened by that collective frustration. Well, we have one of those days coming up, um, and that would be the day before our full moon, and in the Mayan calendar, that day is for Chichan, and Chichan is the snake. And if I'm not mistaken, in Chinese astrology, this is just entered. We've just entered into the year of the snake, so I think it's kind of an interesting timing. And so, some of these dramatic events that we see happening around us may be at the effect of these burner days, because in our society, we really don't have an effective way of collectively venting pressure or collectively venting our frustrations. So watch for that as well. Now, on the um, astronomical uh, side of things, we have a, a huge sunspot that suddenly has appeared on the Earth-facing side of the sun, and scientists are saying that there's a possibility, of like a 15% chance of solar flares, ex-solar uh, flares, which are the biggest, uh, strongest flares. And coming up as we get into the end of uh, February, early March, comet Pan's stars could brighten in, uh, enough to be seen by the naked eye. And that ought to be interesting as well. All right, so 
Are we ready to bring our guest in? Today we're going to be talking with Cleo Buffew about Soul Talk Technique. And let me tell you a little bit about Cleo. She has spent a lifetime exploring the spiritual mysteries and mastering energy she carried in from birth. She uses the energy she carries through deep trance states, channeling energy that is deeply healing. This energy translates through her voice as she guides you through many processes she has learned and developed. She's created a technique called the Soul Talk Technique, guiding an individual or a group through a life path evaluation starting from birth to the present. Uh, Cleo has lived in the presence of a living master, Osho, as one of his sannyasins. Over many years, she mastered many meditation practices, as well as dozens of life-altering techniques. She is clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient, clairempathic, and she's knower of the field, the Akasha. She has been successful in the world of business as well as spirit, creating more than one business from the ground up. She is deeply involved with the Course in Miracles and is a trained unity chaplain. Welcome, Cleo, to Living Astrology. Hi, Janet, and thank you. It's an honor to be here. Well, we are really excited to hear about this today. Um, I'm guessing that not many of our listeners know anything about Soul Talk Techniques, so why don't we start there and and, and give us an idea of what it uh, actually is. I will, but first I want to say something, and that is, for the none of you would know this, but Janet is my personal astrologer, and <laughs> my first experience with her clicked on a series of events that was life-changing for me, and she has that effect, whether it's through awareness of what's coming up or just big wows. So I just I can't say enough about um, the quality of what she gives when she does her astrology work. And I think you're all starting to get an idea of that anyway. Oh, now, as far as the, the soul talk technique itself, it's it's about setting relationships right on the soul level. It's where you start making choices of whether you want to live in the past in the unholy relationships or presently heal them and step into holy relationships, starting with yourself first. The process is a technique where we start with a deep, deep meditative process to get you into an altered, loving, loving space where you connect in with your soul, where your soul then becomes your guide and takes you on a timeline, reintroducing you to people who've had a profound effect on you through your life and giving you an opportunity to feel your feelings in the moment of that event but looking at it through the eyes of the soul and raising the frequency of each of those events. Nice. So that's it in a nutshell. <laughs> now, I, I've heard you talk about this this processing uh, or the soul talk technique before, and you talk about soul agreements. Can you tell us a little more about what you mean by that? What is a soul agreement? Well, our soul sets intentions before we step step onto this plane. Our soul lays out an agreement plan as to who, through the law of attraction, we're going to draw in to bring us messages, teach us lessons, bring us messages that perhaps we didn't necessarily want to hear, but on a soul level, 
that soul is looking for contrast, looking for a way to grow. And the soul, when it lays out its plan, has a goal. It has places to go, what it wants to learn. And so it literally attracts in other souls who are in agreement to play a role, to step into that play that is you and help you act this out. In a way, I look at it as a game that um, I get to play. And the more I'm aware of how the game works, the more effective I can play and my soul can work it with me. And that's a really great thing, right, because otherwise you're constantly fighting against the things that are popping up in your life or the issues that you might have uh, with other people. Is that correct? Yeah. As a matter of fact, you get to choose. Am I going to be the victim in this relationship or am I going to transform this and move higher? Right. Right. Um, and just a break for one second here, I just want to let the listeners know, if you have a question uh, for Cleo, uh, that you can call in toll-free at 877-296-0345. Uh, Michelle is standing by to take your calls for us. And so, Cleo, I, I've heard you also speak before about a soul talk. What, what's that, and how do, can we use that? Well, it's an it's an amazing tool that was first introduced to me by my first spiritual mentor 38 years ago where I was really struggling. I had a new career, a new job, and I wasn't well received. And so I was struggling with some people who didn't want me there. And in talking to my mentor, she said, then if you can't fix it on the personality level, then move it to the soul level. She just simply said, Before you head out the door in the morning, get into a quiet space, connect in with your soul, and ask your soul to invite in the person who you maybe are having challenges with and have a soul-to-soul conversation, finding a way that you can be in agreement. And if you raise it to that level, magic happens. As a result, I was able to do things in that career that had everybody scratching their heads that how did you get those people to agree with you? <laughs> and that, that a lifetime precedence of how I can raise the bar on getting my way. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cleo, there is a caller that has a question for you. Would you like to take that? We can do that. Nice. Good evening, how are you? We're Hi good, there. how about you? You have a question for Cleo? Yes, I was just reading um, on the bio for your, your show where you were talking about your soul and removing blocks and going through experiences. So I just wanted to know, is there anything, is there a message that you have for me for my soul or what I need to clear or what I need to do for this year? Um, that, that I, I'm not so sure we could do in the moment. I, other than this, by doing soul conversations, by going in and asking your soul this question, just in a, get in a really, really quiet space and breathe into it and ask your soul, what message do you have for me? What do you want to say to me and listen it's all there 
Wow. That's the important part, right, the listening, because it's really it's easy for listen. us to ask the question. But the listening it part. It is, because we, do, we often don't trust that we have those answers. And so, dear caller, you do. Oh, okay. You do. And we'll, we'll go on with this, and maybe we'll give you a little bit more insight on how we go about doing that. Okay, thank Great. you. Thank you. Um, so, Cleo, can you tell me how the the uh, Soul Talk technique differs then from regular meditation? Because well, it sounds it, like it might be a different game altogether. It, it, well, you can. Well, yes and no. Meaning that you can use the Soul Talk ne- technique or the Soul Conversation itself within your own meditations. So, let's say you're struggling with someone. And you and and on a personality level, you're not able to clear it. Then, within your meditation, you ask your soul to step in and presently call in the soul of that other person and ask permission. This is a key thing when you do have soul conversations: is ask permission of that other soul. Are they in agreement to have that conversation? Most of the time, 99% of the time, they're going to say yes. If they don't, if a hand comes up, then say, okay, I honor this at another time. So um, you can incorporate the two. Nice, nice. And, you know, at the beginning, um, the in the intro, we talked about the Soul Talk technique was a three-stage process. Can you tell yes. us what the three stages are? Yes. We, um, we start out with my first my stepping into my own soul. And my soul connects in with source. And then source and my soul connects in with your soul. And we go into a deep guided meditation, taking you deep within your heart into what's called the sacred space within the heart or the tiny space in the heart, which is actually infinite. There is nothing, nothing that cannot be resolved or created within this space. From that point, your soul becomes your guide, along with my voice. And we take you on a soul journey, a timeline journey, where you meet the people who have had the most profound effect in your life on you. And so what we do is one by one from a very early age, from the beginning of your timeline, we move through it and we meet those souls and we ask them about the message, the original message they brought you. It might be about shame. It might be about guilt. It might be showing you or making you believe that you're the victim. And you ask them the question about that experience and you feel your feelings around it very briefly, but you feel them. And then you allow your soul to take over from that point and converse on a soul-to-soul level between your soul and that individual's soul so that you raise the vibration of that hurtful experience into a higher level of understanding the soul contract where you were in agreement at some point earlier within actually previously from when you come in. Yeah. At that point you ask that soul, what's the new message 
what would you like to say to me now? And you'll be amazed at what that soul really would like to say to you, who they really see. And then we move on from that point with a new message and to the next and the next and the next until we have come out to the present day where then we also implant new messages about who you are with words such as confidence, creativity, joy, love. And we just basically move you on through so that you now can see the full journey but from the soul's perspective of why the soul wanted to move through your life through you. Wow. So um, it seems like then that there would be different ways that you could use this process uh, in your own life as well as in what you would do to help other people, right? Absolutely. I mean, you think about it, there's three really powerful tools that are given to you through the process. First, this meditation alone is infinite in what you can do with it once you enter that space in the heart. The second part is learning about soul talk and understanding how you can communicate with others and see them from a, from a new perspective. In fact, you can actually, when you're in conversation with someone, and maybe it's a difficult issue that's going on right there, stop for a moment and ask yourself this question. What is it that their soul wants to know? What oh, is nice. it? I could say from my soul to you. And so that alone, again, really raises the bar. And then the other is, is once you do this, you can re-enter your timeline anytime someone triggers you. You'll have the ability, as you practice this, to say, whoa, that just triggered me. But where's the root of this emotion I'm feeling right now? And you can uh-huh. go back into your timeline and find that space. Hear the message again. And, th- and this time, each time you do that, that message gets softer and sweeter because you replace it w- with what truth is. Wow, that is so nice. Now, Cleo, um, I know that some of our listeners are probably thinking that they would like to have a session with you. Um, so why don't you tell us all how uh, we can find you and um, what kind of sessions that you actually do? Well, you can find me at Inner Vision, but it's inner-vision.net. And I do I do several things. One, I'm a soul coach, and I, I specialize in meditation. I, I have such a toolbox because people who enter into meditation, find sometimes it's really difficult in the beginning to get very still. So I have a lot of techniques that uh, usually work a little better for the beginner or just in Uh tuning up um, people's meditations in general. I also read through the Akashic Records, so I can take a person in and take a look at what their records have to say, as well as doing the soul talk technique with them. And so your website again is? inner-vision.net That's it. Your voice is so clear, Janet. Thank you. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Cleo, for joining me today. I'm sure you've given our listeners a lot to think about. 
and um, and I want you know to encourage people to to contact Cleo and talk to her. I'm actually getting a session with her myself tomorrow, and I really wanted to to fit it in before uh, today so that I could report you know my findings. But having gone through different meditation techniques with Cleo, I can tell you it will be a fabulous experience, and you will come away knowing that you actually connected. Uh, with your soul. And, of course, that's the whole process here, right? It certainly is. And thank you, Janet. You're very welcome. And for all of you out there, this week is going to be an interesting one. Everybody keep their calm, keep cool, and uh, stay in your own space if you can and know that everybody is being affected by the energies that are uh, occurring. And stay safe, stay warm, stay dry. And everybody have a stellar week. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today on Living Astrology. You can reach Janet for readings at www.living-astrology.com or by email at janet at living-astrology.com. Do you have questions about how astrology works or questions about your own chart? Send them to me at dearastro at living-astrology.com. One show each month will be dedicated to answering your questions. Goodbye for now and have a stellar week. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.